0: going on guys this is Type from Hornet Venom, the center of the team in the NBA 2K League show GG
1: 2K League show GG's here on Dash Radio's nothing but net channel. We're your source for the NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Hail Mary Mallon, the song Merlin there on the open. Hope you like that track. Now, last week of the regular season action, and we are in the second of four nights this week. Can the Venom sting the Nets GC playoff hopes? A rookie makes his debut in Boston, but Hawks' talent are looking to swoop in and steal a win. B5 had their playoffs hopes dashed last night, but can they spoil the district's playoff seating? T-Wolves with their backs against the wall know how to fight off elimination. Will the Jazz have them singing another tune? More to come on the NBA 2K League Show as we dive into the first game of the night. An hour late, but you've heard the saying better late than never. After overcoming server issues tonight, early games are off to a start. Hornets Venom, they're going to call a timeout 14-10. Nets GC as type is stuck in the paint with shuttles all over him. Balanced scoring though, so far really by both teams. It'll be the Hornets Venom who will enjoy that early lead against Brooklyn who desperately need a win. 20-14 to after one. Now a low-scoring second quarter. Shooting troubles are hampering Nets GC offensive attack. Only 11 for 24 shooting so far through 12 minutes of play. Hornets Venom on top, 33-24. 14 points for Snubby, and Type has 10 points, 7 rebounds. It'll be more Hornets Venom with third quarter control. And Nets GC, they're not able to chip away at that Venom lead. Chalk, he's got a vicious and one slam here as that quarter ends in the third, but they'll still be down 50-38, to 38, and they have a lot of work to do here in the fourth quarter. Wavy, though, he greens a three, Hornets Venom feeling the momentum slipping as their lead is back to single digits 54-45 with four minutes and 20 seconds left in game one. They're going to need a timeout. In time, though, Let's talk about that. That's becoming a factor. And with a minute 41 left in the game, Type is on takeover, and it's beginning to look like a Nets GC will need everything to go their way to pick up this win. Not in the cards tonight. Final score, Hornets Venom, 70. Nets GC, 56 behind Snubbies, 24 points on 10 of 14 shooting. And Type with a solid game, having 26 and 12, chipping in a couple blocks as well. Shuttles, he did play solid, 16 and 16 for him. Now, game two action, Venom off to a fast 7-0 start, and this causes Nets' GC to call an early timeout with less than two minutes into the game. The timeout worked, though. Three minutes later, and we have a tie game, 11-all. On a backdoor, cut, randoms, flushes at home. Brooklyn with a much-needed turnaround in the early going, 18 to 17. Now it's strap. He hits a 3 to stop that Nets run. 33-24 under a minute left here in the second quarter. Now that's where the scoring will stop for Hornets Venom in the first half as Nets GC enjoy that virtual halftime lead, 39-24. Chuck, he's balling and his team is locked in here in this second game. More Chuck in Randoms, both on takeover and their squads up big. Nets GC are in control. and there's six minutes left to play in this one. Looking like an inevitable Game 3 is ahead. Oh no, I'm... I may have spoke too soon. Venom getting after it here in the fourth. That big Nets lead, yeah, that's only two points. 64-62, and we are under a minute left after an exposed dunk. Snubby, though, he misses a look from three, and that's going to be GG's. Nets GC win, and we have a game three. Now, after first six minutes of play here, we are all deadlocked. 18 apiece. Go on. Figure. Fully expect this game to come down to the wire as both teams have shown they really want this. Hornets, though, they'll be in control after 12 minutes of gameplay. 38-32 at halftime. Hornets holding on to that 12-point lead in the third quarter as the Nets are letting this one slip away on their home court. But it's not over yet. The Nets use the three ball and some tight defense to cut the lead to five points after three quarters. 59-54, Hornets though, they're buzzing on the defensive end and type is backing up that Hornets Venom defense and they're extending that lead 73-60 to 60 with two minutes and 30 seconds left. Nets, they're likely headed to the ticket as losing this series in three games is costly. Hornets Venom win 79-70. And we are going to be joined special guests tonight, hot off the presses folks, Dash Radio Studio Line. We're going to be dialing up Type from Hornets Venom right after this Dash Radio studio line hot tonight on the telephone type Hornets Venom star center joining us on the Dash Radio studio line welcome to the show
0: how you doing how you doing
1: I'm doing great obviously you must be excited after a big series win this one goes the distance before we get into anything let's get you locked in on social media for everybody at Om type, O-M-M type, add him on IG, get some more Instagram followers, at type, keeping it real simple, on Twitter, and oh, by the way, while you're there, add the team, Hornets Venom GT. Now, type, let's get into this absolute battle tonight. Uh, You're going up, you're paired up against Shuttles from Nets GC, and, and he's really having a solid season, I'd say. What's it like playing center every week knowing you're going to be really getting everyone's best effort? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's fun. I mean, starting center since last year, I've been having a great time at this position. Um, You know, it's crazy because starting the first season with the Warriors, I wasn't a center. And I had to basically change my whole game and whole mindset, uh, you know, going to that position. Because the whole point of me switching to center is so I can control most of the game on offense and defense. And, you know, making that switch from season one to season two was huge for me. And, um, you know, I think this year I really have a special team. Uh, the rookies that we have, there's a lot of great players on this team with Snubby, uh, Expose, and Day, and Trap. I mean, we just have a great starting five. And, um, you know, as a center, all you can ask for is for players to uh, listen to you and, you know, just do the right thing and play their role. And honestly, I can say these guys right here are one of the best group of guys I've ever played with um, in my whole entire 2K career. Uh, you know me going against every center knowing they're going to give us our best effort uh, you know it's fun I know that I'm a top center in this league I know I can compete at a high level so every game I got to bring in just as well as the next center
1: without a doubt and you know that's saying a lot coming from a guy who's a NBA 2k league veteran you've been in the league all three seasons and you know a lot of you know a lot of respect for your team there I appreciate that and in in type I want to ask you this you you had a couple weeks off mid-season from the team coming back uh, what if anything did you sort of take away from that time away
0: uh yeah it was a good time I think it was a learning lesson for me I mean um like I told Wes I mean I think this all helped me in the end uh it was something I needed to learn from obviously it was a suspension that happened with me a month ago and some stuff that set back our team and And I took time to reflect on my situation and my actions. And uh, honestly, I'm just thankful for the opportunity once again to be back into this league and playing at a high level. Um, Uh, I know that 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 right there can't happen again. And stuff like that is just going to help me later on in the league.
1: I love that mindset. I I was going to say, type, you know, life is, is all a roller coaster. Right. And, you know, when you're dealing with competitive sports, you know, the pressure's there. The pressure's always there, and it's it's nice to see a guy such as yourself stepping up and really now back with the team. You guys are, are full swing again. You're the Hornets-Venom team that we all grew accustomed to seeing in those first handful of games, and, and let's jump into that, right? So, you know, game one, you guys really get off to a good start against Nets GC early. Ultimately, you close it out. And, and really you had an impressive game, 26 points, 12 rebounds, adding in three blocks sort of goes into what you're saying of sort of controlling it offensively and defensively. I would love to hear from you. What were you seeing in game one that allowed you to get rolling so much offensively?
0: Uh, I knew coming out the, the impact of the game was going to be us beating them on rebounds and second-chance points. There was a lot of times in that game one, where I just had to find myself and my and my opportunities came. They came late in the game. They came in third quarter. And, you know, sometimes it's about being patient and, and taking what the defense gives you. I think that game was just one of those games. I was just taking exactly what they gave me. And, you know, uh, shout out to my teammates, especially for bringing me back up. I mean, game one I played great, but those last two games I had under, you know, at least shows you the resiliency of the team. No matter who's scoring, anybody can step up at any moment.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And let's shout out the squad type. I mean, ultimately a great series win. you had snubby exposed trap and Zay, uh, that's the starting lineup for you guys in type. Talk to me about your front court mate Zay and what he's bringing to the team each and every week as, as you guys close up the series, you know, he's in there in game three on takeover as this thing ends, ends up in a venom win.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jay is a great four. I mean, we all knew what he was capable of coming into the league before the draft. We knew he was a top prospect at the power four position. So bringing him here was one of my key goals, knowing that the front four is going to be a duo and we were going to be a nasty, scary front four that people didn't want to play. Um, You know, the whole point of him having him right next to me is so I'm comfortable, I'm confident. And I know once he gets going, I get going. We feed off each other really well. I mean, honestly, you can call it Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning if you want to. Um you know back in the day they used to feed off each other and that's exactly what me and they do so um you know just having him definitely takes a big weight off my shoulders I mean he does it on both sides of the ball it's not like he's just doing it on offense so um yeah they they will be um he will be a future of this league especially at the power four position
1: you know, Type, I got to ask because, you know, really some great insight into what a power forward means to a center. And, you know, we've had different guys on, you know, whether it was Rhea talking about his relationship with Lord Bezos, or, you know, you can even look at Day Fry and, you know, N- Nudini's playing the four there. Power forwards, traditionally, if you go on social media, you're talking NBA 2K League. A lot of times they're getting sort of talked down on, like that it's, you know, the least important right. position of the five. And it's tough to say. Right I mean point guards important, centers important. I, they're all collectively important. But hearing you talk as a center, you know, and one that plays at a high level on the importance of a power forward, I think that speaks volumes to really that cohesive relationship that you have to have to be successful. So I w- I would like to sort of maybe dive into that just one step here if you could with me of if, when you started working with Zay this season what were sort of your guys's you know expectations or how did you approach the season as you guys kicked things off
0: uh, immediately right when Zay got here um, and I like this question it's, it's funny because they got here and the first thing I told him is you know we, you're going to be at the best four and five in the game and you got a lot of good four and fives I respect Nudini and Dayfraz one of my favorite duos and. You got Yusuf and Shot, and then you got legit and sick. So there's a lot of good duos, but I know that that we have the best duo here in Charlotte, and that we just got to stay consistent. And I talk to him every day about it since day one. It's up to me and you to be leading this front court, and you know. And I always tell him you don't got to worry about anything else that's going on. The team's gonna do what we got to do, and we just got to play our roles. And and that's why I love Zay. It's because he's one of those guys, no ego. He comes in, he does his job, no matter what. We're all trying to win, and that's why I love this team.
1: Hey, speaking of guy with no ego type, let's 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 address your man Snubby here because it, it is is so fun watching you guys play. But Snubby's on the camera all the time, and Dirk and Scott having a field day with him in his room. Like they they, they keep lobbying, trying to get him a poster up of something. Can you help your guy out a little bit?
0: It's funny you say that because during the game, while he's cooking, we're all saying, "Snubby, we want you to get tight. Let's just some emotion here. This game, you know, let bring some energy." But that kid, I mean, he just does it all. I mean, he's locked in, he's focused. No matter if he's feeling emotion or not, I don't know he's always going to give us 100%. I mean, he he has no ego. He comes in ready to win. And just like everybody else on the team, it's the same thing. And I think him and Expos do a great job playing off of each other. And, you know, Snubby's a guy who doesn't really have to talk much, say much. But, I mean, he's never outspoken. We always listen to him. And he and he's a player that he can lead us and take us as far as he wants.
1: You know, I was joking at the beginning. You know that. And, it's really cool insight because ultimately a guy that's sort of even keeled, right? You, you get as high as your highs and low as your lows. So it's nice right. to have a leader that sort of lets the game do the talking for him, and that can just be that presence, you know, if times right. are getting tight or times are getting good. So good insight there. Type hey, we're gonna jump back into the show. I know you got a busy schedule. Congratulations, Hornets Venom win. Type on the Dash Radio Studio line. More NBA 2K League show GG's to come after this. Man, that was an excellent conversation with Type. So appreciate him taking the time after that big series win, calling in that Dash Radio Studio line. You as well can hit us up 818 821 0777. Leave us a comment. Drop a question in the box and we'll try and get you on the show. Let us know. 818-821-0777. Let's get back into some more games. Hawks Talon GC versus Celtics crossover gaming news here in Boston is that Sheriff Cruz F.T. will be making his team debut tonight. And this is in lieu of OFAB being with the team bully moving off of that point guard spot. FT, he's going to be wearing number 13, and he'll get an early bucket in the paint. And FT won the Magic Gaming qualification tourney this offseason, and he's going to earn the luck of playing as the default character (laughs) <laughs> Hats off to you, FD. You got a, had a great series, and let's dive into that. Now, Celtics, they're going to use a fast break, jump out to that 8-2 lead early, and it's Hawks. They're missing some open threes. Three consecutive misses from downtown early in the second after the Celtics had a 15-11 to lead after one. One of seven from three for Hawks Talon. No autos. He's on his takeover early in this one, looking good. Hawks Talon shooting still horrendous. Five of 18 so far in the first half and Celtics crossover gaming will enjoy a 10-point lead, 32-22 at halftime. Hawks, though, they found their shooting touch in the third quarter, and that lead after three quarters is chipped away to only five points, 50-45. to 45. BP, he flips his takeover badge and hits a deep three at the buzzer, and now they're up 53-45 through three quarters of play, outscoring And Boston is in big trouble here. 31-13 in the third. BP still on the takeover in the fourth quarter. He's dominating. Driving to the lane. Extending that Hawks lead to 10. FT quickly adapting, though, to the 2K League using that Pro-8 dribble up and down the court, but he's on a cold ring. That's not a good sign. Bully greens, though, a second midi in the quarter, and that will chip away at that Hawks talent lead. But Lee, monster jam late with Hawks, only up two. But FT finds Bully from a very deep three, only 14 seconds left. It's a one-point game. Now BP looking to run out the clock, gets fouled, hits both of his three throws they're up three, nine seconds left. Celtics called timeout. They want to talk it over. FT, though, wide range of emotions after losing this one. It's going to be a Mel East corner three at the buzzer. That's off. Heartbreaking loss in game one. Celtics five of 17 from three. You gotta believe that was the difference here in game one. Hawks 68. Celtics crossover gaming 65. Game two action. FT looking more. Comfortable and confident, I would say, in his second career game. Shooting the ball from the three-point line is what he's got going on. It's an early lead, 6-5. to five. And Lee, Hawks Talon, he's going to be on takeover. Grabs an offensive rebound with a dunk. Hawks up 22-11. Both teams look like they're playing in quicksand, though, as it's a low-scoring second quarter. BP, BP excuse me, first half shooting, 4 BP, struggling, 3 of 13. And the Hawks Talon, though, still with a lead, all things considered. Now, FT showing no fear as a rookie, hitting a deep three out of the break here. Hawks are doing their best to give this game away, though. They're shooting and missing a ton. Arkell, he finally greens an open three, and they're up five. Despite the poor shooting, Hawks take a slim lead, 50-47, into the final fourth quarter of play. Lee, the Hawks center has been a presence in the paint all game as he slams one home, and they're up five in the fourth quarter. But it's FP, excuse me, FT with another three-pointer, and it's BP now hitting that deep green, and it's a one-point lead late. No autos, though. He grabs a huge offensive board. Ten seconds left, getting fouled. They're up 62-61, one of two from the line. Hawks Talon with a chance to tie or take the lead with 5.4 seconds left. They're going to take a timeout to talk it over. Coming out of that timeout, instead of going for three and a win, BP gets the ball in deep to Lee, who gets a half-hook shot blocked. That's GG's. Celtics 63, Hawks Talon GC 61. Third and final game, Hawks poor offense continuing, and it's a big-time Celtics lead early 10-0, out of the gates, FT greens a three, and he's putting the team on his back right now. Hawks finally break the ice in this game after missing their first eight shots. Lee lays one in with a minute 53 left in the first quarter. Celtics eight of nine shooting in there hot halftime score as we fast forward in this one. Celtics 34, Hawks talent 20. FT on takeover, and it's the third green. It's a big time three for him. And FT has been very strong in this one, and he'll finish the game with 50 points. Celtics with an emphatic win, 77-67. And let's get center, no autographs on the phone. He's been on hold. Let's tap into that Dash radio studio line, talk about his game, and maybe you know get some insight into the new rookie with Celtics crossover gaming. No autographs coming up next on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are the NBA 2K League show, GG's. Dash Radio studio line tonight, NBA 2K League show, GG's on the phone. No autographs from Celtics Gaming. He's going to be talking about the big three-game reverse sweep series win tonight against Hawks Talon. Welcome to the show.
2: Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. You no, know, it was a it was a big series out there, man. You know, playing against the Hawks, you know they fighting for a playoff spot. Pretty underrated team. They led by BP, one of the one of the best point guards in the league. Got some of the best handles you ever seen. So it's tough to guard him, and he got a great supporting cast around him. You know, game one, you know it, it was going back and forth, back and forth. I feel like we had him, and we just let it slip out and let let just let it slip through our grasp. So game two, we came out, we knew what the game plan was, the same game plan, Try to contain BP as much as we can and try to make other guys on their team make plays. We ended up pulling out the game two victory. Then game three is just a classic battle, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and we ended up pulling it out, man. You know, our new guy that just came in, Sharif, my guy F.T., he came out, he balled out in his debut game. He scored 50 in game three, which helped us win. You know, I'm so happy to have him on the team, man. Great guy, he's very positive. His team first, you know, he keeps all of us high. For him to come in and was showing the leadership qualities that he showed tonight is just huge on his part, man. I'm happy to be playing with him.
1: Yeah, no autos. It's so much to unpack here. Nice recap there of the action. Let's dive into a couple things that you just addressed, right? So FT, he comes out, plays a great first half in game one, sort of puts everybody on notice like, okay, this guy's here to stay. Now, those that know of FT – and and you now getting close with them. You know, what's what's he like? You know, making the rookie debut. We all see the fifty piece at the end. But what was yeah. what did you know coming into this series about him?
2: Um, being able to practice with him for three days prior to going out there playing against the Hawks tonight, I can, he kind of opened my eyes by like his, his leadership qualities, his composure, just like who he is as a person. Like he came in ready to work straight away. Like he wanted to keep practicing and practicing, working on his shot, working on his shot. I'm like, hey man, you know, you just you just came in like kind of like tone it down a little bit, man. Don't burn yourself out. He's like, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm ready, I'm ready. So that's the type of guy he is, man. He's just always ready. He's composed. He got great leadership qualities. You know, he just keep all us high. Like when something goes bad or something, he's like don't worry about the next play. You got him. Like you just you just all want a great guy to be around, and I'm, I'm happy to be playing with him.
1: Yeah, and then let's let's get into more of that game one action. So, second quarter, you're on takeover badge and and your team's rolling. You guys are up 28-16. Really some good defense by you guys. What were you seeing on the court that was allowing you to find such success in the early going of that game one?
2: Um what allowed me to find success was Mel Melis, our lock. Like, he was constantly communicating with me, like, what side he wanted me to play, what he wanted me to look for, when to help, when not to help. But that made my job a lot easier. And we noticed from game one that DP likes to go wing a lot. He likes to go wing a lot. So we made the halftime adjustment with FT and Mel and Rico. I was like, you know, Mel, just just guard his middle and, and, and Otto. He just watch his wing. Watch his wing. And we started doing that. And we seen we found ourselves a success. We was, like, slowing him down a little bit. But, you know, you've only slowed great players now for so long. You've seen in Game 3, and FT had a back-and-forth battle. But luckily, our team came out on top because we got the edge with a few more stops than they did.
1: Yeah, ultimately, you know, Game 1, it slips away from you guys at the end. You know, that's after FT sends that one into overtime. It's a tough Game 1 loss. And, and moving on to Game 2, Otto, is that you guys needed that reverse sweep. Backs against the walls. The squad yeah. steps up. Talk to me about that Game 2. Um, game two, prior to game two, you
2: know, we wasn't too down on ourselves because we kind of know, like, how to play work, kind of. It was a great shot by him. Unfortunately, it didn't fall. We didn't, we didn't hold on. We didn't hang our hands down. We was like, yo, you know what? We got this. We got him when we want him, We know what we got to do. We just got to come out here and continue to fight. And that's what we did game two. We came out and we just fought. We just fought. And then leading us to game three, back and forth battle, back and forth battle. We just continued to fight, trust and believe, trust, trust and believe in each other. And we just pulled
1: it out. Yeah, in that third game, FT he he blows up. He goes bananas, and and you're involved in a battle with Lee from Hawks Talent, who I th- you know we've had Lee on the show, and I think you know gets underrated sometimes. You know, there's a, you know a lot of star power at center, and yeah. he, he's a great player. And, and you guys are locked in a, a battle there in that third game. Walk walk me through what it's like going up against really the best centers in the world on a weekly basis in the NBA 2K League.
2: Uh, it's pretty it's pretty tough because you have a lot of great centers in this league, just a lot of talented guys. So you always got to be on top of your game and on top of your toes and making sure you watch a film, knowing their tendencies, what they like to do, what they don't like to do. So it's just, it's just a, an added bonus to being a part of this great league. It's just like the competition you play against. You always want to keep improving each weekend, week out. Just keep improving. You keep improving on your game and getting better. That's what all these guys do, and I'm glad we had the talent that we have in this league because it helps me become better as a person and as a player.
1: No autographs. Mr. Terry Jackson on the telephone line, Center for Celtics Crossover Gaming. He's on that Dash radio studio line. You're listening to the NBA 2K League show. GG's one last question for you before we let you go. Talk to me about the perseverance that you're going through right now. Being a professional that you are, you've now played with three different point guards in three consecutive weeks.
2: Yeah. Um, it's been pretty much an adjustment period from going from Fab to going to bully for a short period and then going to F, or going towards F C. You know, it's just I just come in and I just fill the guys out, see what they like, see what they don't like constantly communicate with them, make sure they're comfortable as, as they can best be because the point guard is probably the toughest position to play. So I always try to make sure that I'm doing what I can to help them succeed to the best of their ability, whether that's holding screens longer, watching extra film with them, helping them shoot around or something like that. Like, I just always try to make sure that the guys is ready and they as comfortable and as focused as possible.
1: Great stuff. No autographs on the phone. Make sure to add him on Twitter, at noautographs. Put an X and an underscore at the end. You'll be able to find him on Twitter. While you're there, add the team CLTX Gaming at Celtics Gaming on Twitter as well. No autographs. Thanks for joining us on the show. We're going to jump back into some more NBA 2K League show GGs.
2: Thank you guys so much for having me, and everybody have a great night
1: out there. Good time talking with no Autograph Celtics crossover gaming big time three game series win two to one. Now let's break into the late game. First one of the night Wizards district gaming versus B5. And as we are here, we're going to just jump into the fourth quarter because this is where this thing gets interesting. B-5, they're actually in full control here in Game 1, surprisingly. And I say that with all due respect because Witzers District Gaming have a great chance to lock in some seating. B-5, big-time kick last night as T-Wolves Gaming really knocking them down to the ticket. But B-5, the pros that they are looking to keep the fight going. And like I said, in control here in Game 1. Up 55-46, and Mama's on the takeover. Thirty points on the night. It's the Wiz though closing that gap and its day fry. Now it's his turn on takeover. Only a three-point game with two minutes and twenty-three seconds left. And one for JBM. And this remains a single possession game. 66-64. Only 13 and a half seconds remain. Final possession of the game, 1.2 seconds left. And the district have one last chance to extend the game. Reese to God blocked on a three-point attempt. This one's GG's. B5 takes game one. District backed up here, man. JBM, big time game though. 31 points. Only trouble is 27 shots to get there. Walnut and Mama. Mama pours in 41 on the offensive end. Walnut goes for 12 points, 15 rebounds, and 5 assists. Game two, timeout early. b 5 10-4 district up, and it's B5 with some cold shooting to start. Wizards district, you can tell, looking to force this game three as they're up at halftime, 39-27. Wizards, though, showing why they're one of the best defensive teams in the league, shutting down Mama and the rest of B5 here in the second game. They're up 45-29 midway through the third quarter. Back-and-back dunks by JBM and Dayfry, and that caps off a huge third For Wizards District Gaming, outscoring B5, 24-9. And this one's going to be out of reach. Wizards up big, 64-36. And this one's going to just end up being a final as it's a flood. Big time win for Wizards District Gaming, 89-47. Backed by JBM with 43 and 10 assists, Dayfry, 16 points, 17 rebounds. And this series is all tied up going into a third and final game. Here we go, game three action. And there is really no telling. What will happen in this one? As the first quarter gets moving, Wizards District are off to a slower than expected start. B5 will have the lead 20-9. to 9. Wild second quarter for B5, and they are in full control. Defensively, B5 has kept the pressure on Wizards District Gaming. And really, it's just kind of crazy. Any player not named JBM or Day Fry out of the scoring column B5 up 41-22. Third quarter of action, Blazers 5 continuing with that pressure. 56-31 to 31 with two minutes left to go in the third. And B5, big time win on a night when the T-Wolves gaming team falls to Jazz Gaming. Boy, oh boy, what are the standings going to look like? More to come after this NBA 2K League show. GGs. Jazz Gaming versus T-Wolves Gaming, primetime matchup here in the last week of regular season play in the NBA 2K League. Jazz dominant in the first quarter, outscoring the T-Wolves 24-9 and really controlling the first half of play as you'll see Jazz Gaming go into the virtual locker room up 43-29. Now, both teams lock things down in the third, only giving up 11 points each, just a grind in the third quarter. But the Jazz, they're going to maintain that 14-point lead heading into the final quarter of action, where Utah Jazz Gaming are showing why they are a force heading into the playoffs, pulling away from the Season 2 champs, and the score is 63-50. Ultimately, this thing goes GG's, and it's Jazz Gaming winning 73-53. On to the game to action, and it's more jazz gaming here in the second game of the series, and they'll enjoy a halftime lead. Third quarter of play, T-Wolves can't find it offensively, and as we fast-forward into the fourth quarter, two minutes left in this one, 64-44, T-Wolves trailing by 20. Rhea's on a takeover badge, and we got J-Money and Bear to Beast both on cold rings. And this one is all but over. Series sweet tonight for Jazz Gaming as T-Wolves are in a playoff trouble right now. It'll be interesting to see how the records shake out after tonight's finals. I don't know. We're going to have to check it out. But we're wrapping up the show. Not a lot of time left tonight. This is Aaron Groshawn, and thank you for listening tonight on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are the NBA 2K League show GG's, and I'm letting Hornet Venom's type pick the song tonight, and we're going dancing to some March Madness by Future.